Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to RPG Hangout, the podcast in which we talk about RPGs and video games. I'm your host, Leo, joined by my co-host, Nathan. Hello. Uh, change of intro, because we're changing things up. <laughs> so, we have decided to kind of start spacing out our game episodes a bit, so we'll be alternating between topics and games. And this week, we decided to push off LEGO Star Wars and Shadow of the Colossus to next week. And we will, this week, be doing a topic specifically on the Kingdom Hearts 20th Anniversary uh, Showcase. Because there is a lot to talk about there. But before we get into that, there is actually a decent-ish bit of news to go over. So, let's go ahead and get into some news. So, the the first thing I have down is that they have announced... Max Payne 1 and 2 remakes. So you might remember the Max Payne games. I do. I've played a bit of the first game, and then I've seen a bit of the uh, third game. Nothing of the second game, except for that poster you used to have. Did I have a poster? You did have a poster of specifically the second game. Actually, no. It, it was, was either... a CD that I hung yeah. on the wall. Yeah, it was a CD that you like taped to your wall. I forgot about that. It didn't work anymore, so like, okay, you know, I watched Smosh. They had this cool little thing on the wall. I'm going to do it, too. Yeah, if I can decorate it with the broken CDs. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm actually really curious. They actually got the original people that made those games back in, or at least their original studio, is back to remake the games. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, Remedy, I believe is what they're called, struck a deal with Rockstar to remake the games, and I think that that's actually really cool. I also find it kind of sad, because I recently-ish kind of bought... Oh, no, I didn't recently buy them. I recently went through my Steam library and found out that I had bought them at some point. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, and downloaded them. So that was a a fun discovery. Uh, They announced a new Subnautica is in development, which I think is pretty cool. I have never played that. I have. I, I streamed it for a little while there. Um, it's fun, you know, good old ocean building base game while you actually work towards an actual goal, which is fun. It's like Minecraft during a flood uh, that actually has a goal, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> then they released the the Frozen one, Below Zero, I think is what it's called, and I haven't played that, but I think it's a neat idea, so I'm curious to see where they're going to go next with Subnautica. Da, da, da. Sonic 2 released the movie 
and supposedly it's pretty good. Wait, is it already out? It is. It came out uh, last week. Oh. Yeah. Supposedly it's pretty good. It focuses a lot more on Sonic and Tails. The human characters are kind of swept off to the side, and I, that's actually probably a good a good uh, go at it. I have yet to see it. Looking forward to seeing it. it and I, I liked the first one. Okay. Have you seen the first one yet? No. Nope. <laughs> Still no. haven't. Well, you should probably take a look at that sometime. It's okay. They do focus a little bit too much on the the road trip aspect, which is a bit silly. But overall, it's it's not bad. It has some decently good jokes. Uh, th- this part I put in kind of to to fill space a little bit, but at the same time, it was because I found it as a very odd concept. Mm-hmm. They're releasing gaming beds now. I'm kind of not surprised. Yeah, so X-Rocker, the guys that make the chair that you have and that I have, uh, they they made a bed, but it doesn't do... It's just a metal bed that has an optional TV stand mounted to the foot of it. So, or TV mounts mounted to the foot of it. Mm. So it's, I guess, a gaming bed. Then there's another bed that, like, moves... But, yeah, it's it's a bit silly. Then, of course, the Kingdom Hearts event, and we'll be getting into that as a, a main bit. So, I this next bit of news, I, I misinterpreted when I first heard it. When I first heard it, I thought, okay, that's fine. It is, Sony invests $1 billion in Epic Games. That's what I interpreted it at, at, as first, when I first saw it. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, they would want to invest in, like, Unreal Engine 5 so that they could, you know, get some more of their first party publishers on on that engine. It's like that that makes some sense. But no, they're not investing in Epic Games for that. They're investing in Epic Games' stupid metaverse project. Mm. Which is so dumb. I hate the metaverse and everything to do with it. It's so silly and so dumb. And that made me a bit sad. And then the final bit of news before uh, another bit of news uh, <laughs> is the Ghost of Tsushima movie has a writer and director now. Oh, so it's so, going to be a thing. It is going to be a thing. The writer is Takashi Dosher, and the director is Chad Stelsky. So I did pull up their IMDb's to see what each of them did, mm-hmm. and Takashi Dosher, he—I don't recognize anything he's done. Most of what he's done is shorts, uh, and then he wrote a movie called Still and Only, and I have no clue what those are. And then he's also directed—he directed Still. Hear Us Only, Darkwoods, a podcast series? I thought it was a game. Darkwoods? Yeah. I don't know. It says podcast short, episode huh. one. So I have no clue. <laughs> so there's there's the writer. So the the writer is, is a we'll see, but I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in the director. So the director is Chad Stalski. Uh, he is mostly a stunt guy. He's a stunt coordinator or stunt double... Stunt, stunt man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually done stunts in a lot of movies you might recognize: uh, Deadpool Two, Hunger Games, Catching Fire, uh, Red Two, The Wolverine, The Expendables, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spy Kids Four. Like it, it's a very he has a very diversified portfolio of stunts, but he is also a recent director. 
He has 11 directing credits. Most of them are recently announced or in pre-production. But his main three that he has actually directed and released are the three John Wick movies. So I have a lot of faith in him because of that. Because those movies are pretty damn good. Yeah. He's also, of course, doing John Wick 4. Then he's doing Highlander, Ghost of Tsushima, Gangsters of Shanghai, Sandman Slim, Rain, Killer Be Killed, and Classified. So he he's, he has a lot of work coming towards him, but I think with his style, it might come in handy for you know a samurai movie. Yeah, so th- that's the writer and director. So what do you think? Do you think it's going to turn out decently good? I think so. The other ones were pretty okay. So yeah, I think I think with Ghost of Tsushima, it could work. I wonder if they're going to stick very closely to the story because you could technically compress that story down into just a movie and it would probably be fine you just get rid of some of the side characters or at least the main crux of those side characters stories yeah just keep the main point alive yeah so the the next and final bit of news that's more of a transitionary bit of news is that kingdom hearts was actually shown in the proud family louder and prouder yeah i saw that it was really cool yeah, I saw pictures of it, and I was like, oh, wow, they just, like, straight up put it in. That's cool. <laughs> like, it's very hard to interpret it as something other than Kingdom Hearts. Right. Where, with, like, the Mickey Mouse thing, you could kind of blink and miss it. Yeah, they're they're really embracing it now. Yeah, and that's good, because going on to the main topic of the episode this week, that being the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary event. So first, I want to ask, did you, like, when, when did you hear about the news mostly when you got up i'm guessing yeah yeah i wasn't really able to stay up and watch it so well i like a dumbass uh i was doing something and when i checked the clock i was like oh shit the event technically starts in like 10 minutes so i might as well see what happens (laughs) so i just kind of stayed up for a bit longer and i checked my twitter as the kh13 Twitter was, like, live-tweeting the event. And they were like, oh, here's pictures of this. Here's some displays of this. Here's that. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then they were like, the event's about to start. And then they said, we cannot live-tweet or take our phones in or anything. So, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) So then I just kind of hung around a bit and waited for like some prominent Kingdom Hearts YouTubers to mention whether or not they're going to actually try to stay up and keep an eye out for the news. Uh, and most of them were just like, nah, going to bed. <laughs> See you in the morning. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll wrap up what I'm doing and chuck off to bed. When I got up, boom, there was the news. Tons of, tons of announcements and things. Lovely. Um... We'll go into... We'll save the biggest bit for last, of course. So, some of the things that they've announced... They announced a bunch of merchandise shit. Uh, Did you hear about the the Tomodachis? I didn't. Yeah, they're coming out with little Kingdom Hearts Tomodachis. You can take care of, like... Sora, Kairi... um, I think you can take care of... uh, Vanitas, Ventus, stuff like that. Nice. And, like, depending on how you take care of them, uh, their forms will change. So, like, Sora could change into, like, Halloween Town Sora, or Sora could change into Heartless Sora. Wow. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's, like, super complex. You should look it up. You can pre-order it now. 
Yeah, let me look that up. Uh, also, real quick, I do want to mention, sorry for any background noise. Uh, it's very windy where we live right now. So that's going to... There's a there's gonna... construction across the street. Oh, that well. too. Yeah. And let me see. I, I could see that Audacity is picking it up, so just be aware. <laughs> yeah, I'll try my best to to mitigate it, but we'll see how that works. Uh, so or let's tama- see. Tamagotchi. Oh. My bad. It's a Tamagotchi. There it is. Tamagotchi. Oh, where? Yeah, there they are. Yeah, there's like all kinds of characters. That's that's cool. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. I I was more blown away by they have this glass set coming out, and it doesn't specify whether or not it's a single glass, all of the colors of the glasses, or if it's like multiple glasses. But regardless, the price is ridiculous. Seven hundred dollars. Jesus. Yeah, for fucking glasses. They're they're handmade, yes. They're beautiful, yes. But $700 for something that could easily break, or in shipping, even, and something that you may never use is kind of sad. That's more than a freaking PS5. Exactly. Like, I was sitting there and I was like, looking at the price of this, it's a question of, do you want... A glass that you may never use, or a PS5 that you can play Kingdom Hearts 4 on. Right. So, hmm. <laughs> then, I think there was some other like minor announcements. Mostly it was just a bunch of 20th anniversary specific merchandise kind of announced. Mm-hmm. But then we get into to the the meat and potatoes of, of it. The kind of announcements, the big announcements. Firstly, Dark Road has been delayed to August. That's fine, I guess. A bit sad, kind of, but I didn't really... I, I, I've tried to play Dark Road a couple of times, and it was never up, so I was confused. Yeah, I, I tried the other day, and it wouldn't... Like, it just wouldn't let me in. I was confused, because I was like, didn't they already release Dark Road? And I guess not, because it's been delayed to August. Well, I guess after each story update, they close it until the new story comes up. I guess. I don't know. But it's been delayed to August... And we'll see what massive revelations are within there. Uh, supposedly, Nomura's teased a lot of what might be coming in it. A lot of it you'll probably have to explain to me, because I, I, of the two of us, you're technically the more Kingdom Hearts expert through at least time alone. You've played more of the games for longer than me. Yeah. So, But they did announce a new game. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. Supposedly it is set between Union Cross and Dark Road. It is a mobile game in full 3D with a more traditional combat style. At least more Kingdom Hearts traditional combat style. Which, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. It looks kind of wonky. It does. Personally, (laughs) my phone will not be able to run it. At some times, I was confused and worried that it was going to be Kingdom Hearts Pokemon Go. Luckily, it isn't. I mean, how would that even work? I have no capturing Heartless, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but just the way that the city looked in, in that one thing, supposedly you're supposed to kind of be able to traverse Scala Kylum. Yeah. I don't know. It looked more like generic city number three than Scala Kylum. <laughs> to me. Yeah, and, it's uh, like it's the other version of Scala Kylum, which I'm not really sure what that means, but that's what they call it. They call no it clue. the other version of Scala Kylum. Then, then it was also showing a lot of combat 
within, of course, a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 worlds. So the Kingdom Hearts 3 version of um, Olympus and the Kingdom Hearts 3 version of, I think, uh, what was it? Tangled's world? Corona. And, yeah, King of, yeah, Corona. Yeah, words. <laughs> but it looked it looked interesting. It looked cool. But I don't know how that would be on a phone. My phone will almost certainly not be able to run that kind of bullshit. It will probably kill my phone to whisper to it that that game even exists. Don't you have a tablet? No. Oh. <laughs> I do not, sadly. I don't know. What do I have? I have phone and computer and console. And my phone can barely run, like, no, like those mobile games that you see in those ads. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of times because those mobile games that you see in those ads are bogged down with ads of their own. <laughs> yeah. It, like, fucks up the processing. Yeah. It also makes me a little bit worried about how they may choose to monetize this game. I have no clue how the hell they would do it, but... Well, it looks like they're going with, like, the uh, the metal style again. Metal? But this time, like, figuring... Yeah, like how Union Cross had, like, oh. little medals with characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But, because, like, in the, in the trailer, you see them attacking, and then, like, little figurines pop up. Mm. Almost like the medals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, there was one of, like, Donald in a stance, or, like, there was one of Shion. Shit mm. like that. Yeah, I can see that. That's, so, that's going to so be a little bit rough. <laughs> instead of medals, it looks like they're going with, like, figures, or whatever that's what it looks like yeah hmm. i don't know personally i mean of the methods of them doing a side game mobile is probably the least harmful than putting it on like a niche console yeah so that's fine it's just they they love to put extremely crucial information within these mobile games that most people don't play so, that's a little bit annoying. We'll see what happens. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Then we move on to the biggest bit of news that they announced. Kingdom Hearts 4, baby. Yeah, with slick looking logo, I might add. Yeah, I think that that's pretty close to what people were kind of expecting, though a little bit more rounded than I was I was expecting on the on the V, you know? Yeah. 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 So this begins phase two. Or what was it called? It was... The Lost Master Arc. Yes, the Lost Master Arc. So, we'll get into our speculation a bit later. So, first, I have to say... Woo! Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Kingdom Hearts! Uh, I was not really expecting them to announce Kingdom Hearts 4 yet, but they did. Nope. 
So I mean, it's yeah. it's still in super early development, so it's yes. We'll we'll get to that as well. We'll we'll discuss our theories about release and whatnot later. Uh, I do want to start by getting into some background, and I'll have you do the background because you're Mr. Kingdom Hearts boy. What do you mean background? <laughs> so basically. Where how how did we get here? So I would like you to kind of discuss the end of King. So spoilers for Kingdom Hearts three and uh, Memory of Melody. I would like you to talk about the ends of both of those games and how it kind of leads us to what we see in this trailer. Yeah. Okay. Unless, so yeah. Kingdom Hearts three's ending was like super confusing, but not that confusing. Yes. Like I'm I'm still got, uh, trying I'm still trying to understand the whole Yuzoro thing. Yeah, they they made it conf- more confusing and less confusing at the same time when they introduced the DLC. Yeah. Yeah, that mm. <laughs> But anyway, Sora gets lost looking for Kyrie. Somehow Kyrie returns, but Sora's still gone. Yeah. So, and then the secret ending of number three is Sora waking up in what you think is Shibuya, but it's now known as Quadratum. Yeah, that's an interesting name. Which is the city in which Yozoro is supposed to be from. Yeah. Uh, So, but that's the part that I don't get, or maybe it's something I missed, is like, how did Kyrie get back without Sora? Like, what happened there? Like... So, if I remember correctly, what happened is Sora used a super illegal technique to help pull Kyrie back, and his punishment for doing so was right. a pseudo-banishment from the universe? Yeah, yeah. Basically, he's not allowed back in the world he came from. Yeah. And At least that's how I kind of interpreted the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, was he he used super secret illegal technique to to dive deeper to get Kyrie and pull her back. They were able to share a tender moment before he faded away because he got banned from the universe. Yeah. But uh the true true ending comes after you beat Yozora. Yes, uh, which so I have not done. It it basically starts off with him saying that he's gonna save Sora from his fate. So he yeah. turns he turns him to crystal and completely obliterates him. Mm. And I'm assuming at that point is when Sora wakes up in Kingdom Hearts Four. Yes. Uh, but in Melody of Memory, it's the rhythm game. Uh, yes. <laughs> the The entire thing is Kyrie going through her memories, trying to find Sora or like any connection on what might have happened to him. But it was just an excuse to make a rhythm game. Yeah. Gotta love rhythm games. Because at the end of the rhythm game, they just fucking throw all the story at you, like, all at once. (laughs) And it's like, okay. But anyway, like, Sora's inside Kyrie, like, like Kyrie was inside Sora in number one. Yeah. And, uh, because Xehanort shows up and he's like, He's like, oh, like you sly little boy, like you, you're, but like he can't speak. Sora can't speak. 
Yeah. Because because he's in a in a realm not of their own, but he's like physically there for some reason. Right. But anyway, uh, Xehanort begins to tell them that like, hey, so like, there's fiction and there's not fiction. It's possible that he's in the fictional world. Yeah. What was it? It was. I think what I've the term I've heard thrown around a bit is reality and unreality. Yeah. Yeah. Which which in the trailer they call this place the afterlife. Yes. So I guess I guess unreality is the afterlife they're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, and then that's so, where the that's where the master of masters is has been this whole time is that world. And yeah. I, I guess the whole plot of number four is going to be, um, shit, what was it? I think it's going to be the plot of the next couple of games, actually. Because the, the arc is the missing masters, right? Yeah. Or the... But, but it's basically just going to be, yeah. like, Sora figuring out how to get back to his own world. Yeah. So, with, with that background, that kind of tells us probably about where we are. Kind of. <laughs> so... Oh. So let's kind of go into some more of the kind of look of this trailer, starting with Sora's new design. I I like it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yes, it, they're going in a weird direction with it, because the first game is very cartoony. It's like, like the first two games are quite cartoony. Like, yes, he's growing up. And whatnot, his shoes are getting smaller, but it, it still has that cartoony feel. Number three was able to kind of bring it up to modern graphics while retaining the look. Yeah, this one seems to be almost throwing the look out, except with Donald and Goofy. So it's very possible that maybe his design has completely changed whilst in the unreality. Maybe? That's, like he's kind of starting so to fit in. The concept it's basically supposed to be is, like, you know how you go into, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean world and everything's, like, super realistic? Yeah. That's, I guess, what they're going for here. Kind of, but Sora still looked quite Sora in the Pirates' world. Yeah, which is true. So, and, th okay, this is one thing I have to talk about is... Yeah. In the trailer, it says it's only been seven days. Really? Since uh, the ending of number three. In which case, his appearance changed dramatically in only seven days. Yes. Like, he it, looks probably, like, five years older now. Like he, he does. He looks at least, like, 17 now. And he's he's got his own fucking apartment. You know, yeah. like... I guess well, he met Strelitzia, which is from Union Cross. Like, Yeah, I want to mention her a bit later. But I think it might be like her apartment or something. I don't know if he would have... I, I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of questions that this trailer brings up. Maybe she found him and brought him there. Yeah. yeah. But focusing mostly on just Sora's design, his hair looks a lot more realistic like they're going for more realism this time 
Um, yeah. And I think that kind of goes into the graphics and what I'll also bring up a little bit later is that the graphics don't look fully finished yet because the shading doesn't quite seem done, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it feels Not, a little bit flat. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely early development. Yeah. Uh, but I think that that's actually a really cool concept of bringing Kingdom Hearts into a more realistic look, but at the same time, it is kind of departing heavily from the original designs. Yeah, I mean, this game has already departed heavily from what it <laughs> originally was. Yeah. But at the same time, it was always planned to be this way. Yeah. Like, I was just going to bring up how, like, uh, a lot of things, or a lot of people are saying this is just Nomura's redemption for Versus 13. That has been the theory since Kingdom Hearts 3, is that he, he, come hell or high water, is going to tell his Versus 13 story. Yeah, but, like, it kind of bothers me, because Kingdom Hearts was its own thing, you know? Yes. And, like, I don't really want... Like, he is the creator, so he can do whatever he wants, and no matter what, it's probably going to be pretty dope. But Oh, yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like he's kind of losing touch with what it originally was, and he's just trying to bring back something that they denied him. I think it's a mixture of him kind of doing that, but at the same time, part of it, I believe, is that he has wanted, probably for a while now, to depart further and further from relying on other stories to tell to do a game and rely more on his own story. Yeah, and that makes sense. Because Kingdom Hearts games, while yes, they have been built on the foundation of Disney worlds and everything, the biggest part is the original story underneath that. In the first game, you only get that original story... Like, at the beginning, middle, and end of the game. Yeah, and it's then, the same with number two. Yeah. With bits of it sprinkled out the rest of the game. Kingdom Hearts 3 has... And, you know, of course, the other side games have kind of... Has kind of been leaning a bit more in... Now you have to focus on the actual story of, like, Kingdom Hearts... And I think with this, he is trying to go in as far in original direction as possible. There'll probably still be Disney worlds because, I mean, come on, it's Kingdom yeah. Hearts. As it is, people threw such a, a hissy fit when there were no Final Fantasy characters in the original run of Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, I guess that's what he's doing. Is the world that Yozoro is from is going to be the versus thirteen? Yes, which it, is it, which is, which in Kingdom Hearts world is going to be the unreality. Yeah. So he's going to tell Versus 13 story through the unreali- unreality through Sora's eyes basically. Yeah, which I think is is fine. Now I wonder if we're going to be able to play as Yozora. Like if he's going to actually become one of like the main characters of the series. Well, I guess I guess we'll just kind of run into some speculation then. I don't know. I mean, maybe. What <laughs> other playable characters do you think that there might be? Because there's I mean, a rumor that you the, might be able to play as Kairi, training with Aqua. 
for a bit because people were hoping that they, they that she would get her own game, the the Kyrie Aqua game. Yeah, but uh, that, that's uh, more. That's definitely like more of just like this is what the fans want. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, you remember that with Kingdom Hearts three, people again were like, "Come on, let us play as Kyrie. Let us play as Kyrie. Come on, let's do it." And we didn't get that until the DLC came out. Yeah. Then we were able to play as Kyrie. So I, d- I definitely think Riku's going to be a playable character again. Yeah, because he was in the ending of number three as well, and uh, like I said, Yozora was at the same time. Yeah, because it showed I, it showed Riku, and then it showed Yozora looking down on Riku. Yeah, I think what we'll get is probably potentially three different stories within it. Following Sora, following Riku, and I think following Kairi. And I think that that would probably probably be the best way to do it. That way you get some of the story on, you know, what Kairi's doing. Yeah. Then you get the story of what Sora's doing, and you get the story of what Riku's doing. Man, what if they bring back the drop system? That, oh, I don't know. <laughs> the, that drop system was unreliable as all get out. <laughs> yeah, especially in a boss battle. Oh, God. That's why after a while you have to learn to definitely take some drop medicine or whatever it's called. Drop me not? Yeah, drop me not. And yeah. make sure you don't drop during a boss fight. Yeah, you you have two options at that point. Is It's either take a drop me not, go into the boss fight, or just drop then and there, continue the other person's story for a bit, and then take drop me not. Yeah. Or complete the other guy's story completely. <laughs> but, yeah, Sora's story, story was really short in that one. It was. And then Riku gets a fucking boss rush at the end. <laughs> but yeah, so... What Disney worlds, if any, do you think will actually appear? Well, already I definitely think that uh, Hercules is coming back. It is tradition. Well, uh, yeah, and then just like more realistic worlds, I think. Hmm. People Cause, are cause, discussing because of, of the new realistic look of Kingdom Hearts. They could work with it. Yeah, and I think Pirates of the Caribbean was the testing ground for that in Kingdom Hearts three. To see how to see, well they could do the real life models. Oh yeah, to see how far they could push it and. Damn, they pushed it far. That world was like one of the best worlds in number three. Yeah. It was, it was the biggest, too. It was the biggest. It was very interesting, very fun. It's actually where I did the grind to 100. Nice. Uh, after I beat the game, I, I went back to the Pirates of the Caribbean world, and I just kind of did a circuit around an island. <laughs> I did I did the portals to level up to 99. I did... I had... I think I did the portals, but I ran out of. I ran out of them. I think. Uh, well, you can like, re- replay them. Oh wait, no! It was the portal in. In um, pirates, that I used to grind. Oh. Yeah. Now I remember. <laughs> but. but uh, yeah. I I think Hercules is gonna be a world because. Uh, that ending sequence with Donald and Goofy mm. 
and like they're looking for someone and then they turn around and there's a blue flame that lights up yeah and it sounds it sounds like Hades voice Japanese voice yeah Yeah. so I I think I think what it is is like Sora went to the quote unquote afterlife Hades is an expert in the afterlife so they went to go consult Hades yeah that's that's true that's possibility that that that's my only solid uh, yeah but i mean besides the fact that it's also a tradition that they they have hercules yeah but there's also tons of speculation that that ending sequence is actually a star wars world yes a lot of people are speculating that star wars and marvel have the possibility of being introduced into this they've been speculating it since kingdom Hearts 3 but I think it is a possibility that they might do it. But I'm not entirely sure that they would do it. Well, there's, there's like, rumors going around that if you look closely at the ending sequence and, like, brighten up the background, you can see a uh, ATST walker or whatever it's called. ATAT. Mm. Something like that. Maybe. We'll, for that, we'll, have, we'll really have to see. Yeah. Um... I think that there's a possibility, which would be, I think it would be really fun, especially if they introduce like space, space combat in, in with that. Like flying around but, in the gummy ship. Exactly. <laughs> but like, there's like fucking starships everywhere. Um, so I guess the question is, th- there's a few different things that we need to look at. So there's the loose ends from Keen March 3. There's the the gameplay split, and then there's, you know, just how complicated are they willing to get with this game? Right. So, I guess let's start with, um, how, how complicated do you think that they're willing to get with this game? I, I think it's going to get pretty fucking complicated. Yeah? Because, uh, I mean, technically, ever since Dream Drop Distance, like, this phase has gotten super crazy and it took it took a while for people to actually like put two and two together and like connect all the pieces yeah so i think like there's going to be number 4 and then it's, no one's really going to fucking understand what's happening until like another one comes out and then it kind of clears up some more loose ends true that that's the whole point of like the phase two. I'm pretty sure is like it's gonna tell a whole another complete story, and at the end it's gonna wrap it up like number three did. Yeah, I, I do feel that at the very least they are willing to split it into two two sections to split this game into two like characters because they kind of have to if Sora is in a completely different like reality. Like, yeah. are there? Are there even Disney worlds in that reality? Is kind of the question there. Or are there any worlds besides the one that we see in that reality? And then they're most likely going to hopefully split it up gameplay-wise into like Kyrie or Aqua or something, someone in the traditional like Disney universe thing. Yeah. So so that's the other thing. It's like, if these Disney worlds are technically different worlds within the Kingdom Hearts world... Yeah. If Sora's in another reality, 
how is he how would he be able to go to these Disney worlds which are supposed to be in the Kingdom Hearts world yeah and, that, that's... and not and not be able to go home exactly like it wouldn't like that, really that's... make sense exactly that, that's where a lot of people talking about like oh Sora could just like go into a comic book and whatnot and I'm just like yes but he's in a different reality right now we don't know the rules of this reality I mean, obviously, he could still use the Keyblade and use his magic and shit, but I'm sure, like, yeah. people on the streets are like, what is this god right now? Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I do want to talk about um, the 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 big Heartless. Oh, yeah. It's like a mix of a dark side and an impossible. Uh, an impossible, like, I'm not quite remembering. It, it's those guys at the end of number two, or number one, with the big swords. Oh, the invisible. Oh, yeah, the Invisibles. My bad. Not the Impossible. Yeah. I was thinking of the so, ones from Union Cross. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, it does kind of look a bit a bit like that. He, like, he's much bigger. So, he, he looks really cool. And I like, I like the way that he, like, moves and he's destroying the city and shit. Yeah. Uh, I like how, like, Sora's, like, running through the buildings and shit. Yeah. It's, Although, a, little, it's a little choppy, but early development, yeah, that, so... Yeah, that's the only thing that I was just like, hmm. was like when he was sliding through that section of building, you hear glass shattering, but like the exposure and everything's a little bit off, so you can't see anything. Yeah. We, like you don't how, see the glass shattering or anything. That's how number three was when it was in first development. Like the trailer was super rough. Yeah. But, uh. Oh. Grapple hook. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, he has, he has a fucking grapple now. Which I guess is basically the, uh, you know, number three where you can, like, walk onto it and zoom. Yeah, but I think now they're making it a more freeform thing. Yeah, you can just, like, grapple anywhere. Yeah, hopefully you can grapple anywhere. So that way they'll have specific grapple points. Yeah, and then, like, all this begs the question, if this is another reality, why is Sora here? Why is the yeah. darkness now seeping into this reality? Yeah. And what is the Master of Masters truly up to? And who the fuck is he? Exactly. These I know that the speculation of why the Heartless are there is that based off of a line from Kingdom Hearts 1... Oh, they're drawn to the Keyblade. Exactly. They're drawn yeah. to the Keyblade, so they followed him somehow to the Unreality. Yeah, but I guess apparently bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Because boy, does does that guy look beefy? But it is it is kind of weird to see this like super Disney Keyblade on a super realistic Sora. Yeah, it is a little bit odd. He's they got like his Converse on, <laughs> a little jacket, like. Yeah, I'm. A lot of the NPCs also look a little bit stiff in design, but again, that that has subject to change. And. If it's only been seven days, then technically Sora is still only seventeen years old. Yeah. So. But now he now he I actually looks it. <laughs> I don't know why he ages so fast, but he does. Yeah, maybe being shattered into crystal has something to do with it. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna like get some answers, but I hope they oh, answer course. a lot more. Yeah. Um. Like like before we... like why is Luxord? Uh, oh, part of this world. Why? Like, what? What's the trump card that he gave Sora? Yeah, 
uh, why is Zigbar Lushu? Like, when the hell did that happen? Yeah. Well, I think he always was. <laughs> well, he always was, but, like, I want to hear more about it. Yeah. And, like, who who was Lushu before he was Zigbar, you know? Yeah. Like, and that actually brings up how the, does his the story other loose ends. What's in the fucking box? Where's Maleficent? We, exactly. They stopped showing her after the my, uh, the hero world. Yes. That is actually something I wanted to mention as loose ends. What is happening? One of the loose ends is, of course, you know, what's up with Zigbar? What's up with Organization 13 now? Like, what the hell is going on with yeah, them? Yeah, like, Dimix is general? now connected to it all for some reason. Yeah. And he wasn't even in Union, he wasn't even in Union Cross, which is like Yeah. What? It, it it's a lot of questions there. But the biggest one that I had was they they established it at the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3 and then they didn't continue it until the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, which was Maleficent and Pete searching for Pandora's box. Yeah. Which they were supposedly, potentially, actually looking for the box that Zigbar has. Yeah, the one that Master of Masters gave Lushu. Yes. But they were looking on at Olympus for Pandora's box, or at least that's the box that they ended up finding at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. And it doesn't fully explain, like, was that actually what they were looking for? What are they going to do with that now? Or were they actually looking for that uh, Lushu's box and just thought that Pandora's box was it? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if you know, but uh, Xehanort actually communicated with Maleficent. Oh, yeah? in Union Cross and told her about this box. Right. So the entire series is basically her trying to take over the worlds, become Xehanort, and be... and find the box. But he told her about which box? Pandora's box or Lushu's box? Lushu's box. Okay. But she accidentally misinterpreted it as Pandora's box. Yeah, because when she found Pandora's box, she said it's not the right box. And, right. then, and then Pete was like, well, what box are we looking for then? And then we right. really haven't seen them after that at all. Yeah, they disappeared. Uh, they they were in the secret ending when they saw Zigbar with the box, but mm. no context after that. Right. We don't know if they stole the box from him or he killed them or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into speculation on the release of the game... I do want to talk about Strelitzia from Union Cross. So, why is she here? Is it because she's dead? Like, uh, Yeah, so in <laughs> Union Cross, she technically died. Yeah. So Someone took her life. Don't know who. Strelitzia is Marluxia's sister. Yes, I, I do remember that part of Union Cross. Or Lorium, whatever his real name is. Yeah, it's a fine to use their organization 13 names. And uh, after that, I don't really know. But it's speculated that she's the girl that ended up with Axel and Syax as they, when they were kids. Right. 
and she was the one in the testing lab or whatever. Yeah. But that was kind of debunked because it, it should actually be Scald that was in the testing lab. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing when she died in Union Cross, this is the world she came to after she was a star in number three. Like, you know how she was a star in number three? Kinda. One of the... Well, okay, the star that helps Sora when he's in the final world. Yes, that. That's Strelitzia. Right. But she's speaking to him from Quadratum, I guess. Right. So, and then now that Sora's in, actually physically in Quadratum, he can now physically see her. Yeah. And be there with her. So I guess, like, it. she's in the afterlife with him now. Boy, howdy, this game's going to be fucking weird. Yeah, it's super weird, because Union Cross was, like, decades. Yeah. Like, several, several, several years, and, like, it's weird that if this is the afterlife, it's all connected like that. Yeah. Like, is there any sense of time there, or... Who knows? Like, this... Oh, boy. Like, we're going to have to figure out how time works there, what's going on why oh god why and i I just want to clarify that this is all like from my understanding of playing the games like i may or may not have missed points in the series that other people have caught but oh yeah no this this is all 100 percent speculation about what the game might be about this is all based off of our personal experiences with the games and our personal understandings of the games it's not 100 percent like probably what is actually the answer yeah but hopefully we're at least close to right. Either way, I'm really, really excited about this. And it's, make, it's so making me want to play them even more. Yeah, same, actually. I, I was very tempted to hop back into like Kingdom Hearts 3 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, telling you, man. Get it for the computer. The mods are great. <laughs> the mods are great. You can have like several fucking goofies following you around. I am trying my best <laughs> to not spend too much money lately. Yeah, no, Because I don't have a job. That's fair. You definitely shouldn't. Yeah. But let us, speaking of like Kingdom Hearts 3 and whatnot, let's discuss the release. When might it release? What's going on? So I have a few bits of evidence and potential, you know, bits that could show us a, a potential timeline here. So starting with comparing this announcement trailer to Kingdom Hearts 3's announcement trailer. Real quick. Kingdom Hearts 3's announcement trailer that announced that it was in development was just a very small cinematic teaser of, I think it was Sora or Goofy picking up a Keyblade off of the beach at Destiny Island. It was it was Sora picking up the right. Keyblade. And then yes. it showed him fighting the Demon Tide. Yes. And then that was it. Yes. And this that was it for 10 years. <laughs> well, it was less than 10 years, but... It was almost. Yeah. It was, I think, five years. It felt like 10 years. Well, yeah. But a lot of things kind of got in the way of that. There's actually a lot of things that could get in the way of this. But with this one, it shows a lot more. You... There's UI, gameplay, there's a lot of stuff going on. So we, we already, so far, have a lot more. 
Then we also can compare it to Final Fantasy XVI's announcement trailer. Now, of course, we still have yet to hear more on Final Fantasy XVI. With any luck, we'll hear something about it in the next month or so. Yeah. But that announcement trailer had... It was like, what, three, four minutes of solid gameplay? And they had announced that they had been working on it for about four years now. So it, that game should theoretically release with any any luck at the end of this year. But with any luck. Yes, with any luck. But that game also got affected by COVID. So there's a lot of issues there. With this game, Kingdom Hearts 4, there is a large chance that it has been affected by COVID. Uh, they haven't announced what engine they're using, but I'm going to guess it's one of the un- Unreal engines, be it 4 or 5. Yeah. It's very possible that they might have started in 4 and have moved it over to 5. So, we'll see. That could be why it looks so rough right now. Yeah, because they might have to like transfer lighting over and yeah. fix, tweak they ha- it. They haven't like actually refined everything. Yeah. And that's also a thing, is it does look a bit rough around the edges so far. Because the lighting feels a bit flat, the NPCs look very flat, and... Like, the lighting on sword just doesn't quite feel right. Yeah, I think the only character that, like, looked, like, pristine was Strelitzia. Yeah, she looked and, fantastic. And Donald and Goofy. They looked... They, they basically just took their Kingdom Hearts 3 models and put them in there. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Donald and Goofy, they just took the Kingdom Hearts 3 models, which looked really good anyway. Stuck them in. And then they also... I don't know. They were in, like, a very dark area so there was like no background or anything yeah but i think we will be seeing we'll at least be hearing more about it potentially this year more likely early next year and then i think it will release probably 2024 see i was i was saying probably like holiday season 2024 or That's be- a possibility. Or beginning yeah. of 25. Hopefully not, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm putting my hope, holiday 2024 is like a pretty solid swing. Yeah. And who knows, maybe, think, maybe fall 23. Maybe, but I think that they're going to try to line these games up again in in a weird way so I think it's going to be we get Final Fantasy 16 this year or early next year then I think we're going to get Final Fantasy 7 part 2 either early next year or late next year and then I think Kingdom Hearts 4 will be the year after that yeah either early or holiday yeah so, it's probably going to be holiday. Yeah, true. It's very hard to kind of pinpoint the dates for these for this. A lot of people keep glomming on to the 
very long time it took from announcement to release of Kingdom Hearts 3, and also the quite long time it took from the announcement to release of Final Fantasy Part 2, or Final Fantasy 7 uh, Remake, Part 1, sorry. Yeah. And that's fair. It's complete. That's that's fair. That's understandable. But Square also doesn't fully have a track record of taking super long with every game. Um, Final Fantasy: Strangers of Paradise that got delayed like once or twice. And yes, it does feel cut down. It does have its problems, but they still released it within a fairly decently timed fashion like within a year of announcement Final Fantasy 16 is taking a while to get even a second trailer but we should be hearing something about it again within the next month or so and hopefully with that a release date will be tied to it and yeah, I feel it's that it's so good though with, with just that one trailer Oh, exactly. It's looking fantastic, and they supposedly pretty much have, like, all of the story done, all of the scenarios ready. They just need to finish it, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's why I speculate that we should be getting Final Fantasy sixteen. I'm going to say, October, November of this year. Hopefully. Hopefully. Probably November, <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, and it, the the range is anywhere from September to end of November, is kind of my guess. Yeah. And we, we should be getting it around there, based off of the discussion, the fact that they were about six months behind on things. We should be getting decently close to its release. Then, as we're getting closer to that, we will probably also sometime within the first half of this year here's something about Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 and that I feel will release probably late next year because um, they might also be trying to s switch engines again because that's I think the biggest things that delayed Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake was they kept switching engines Because they had their own engine for Keen March 3, but then they, like, halfway through making the game, decided to switch it over to Unreal Engine. Yeah. And then I think they did a similar thing with Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which added, like, pretty much a year of development time just reporting that shit over. So, with any luck, they've made that switch super early in the, uh, design process of this game supposedly they've been working on it for about two years now and they will probably they probably switched to Unreal Engine 5 when it was in beta phase if anything and will probably be working out the bugs and everything as they go yeah so that's why I think I think 2020 late 2023 to early 2025 is a decent range, you know? 
Yeah. Of speculation. I'd, I'd have my money on twenty or holiday twenty four for sure. Yeah, that that's I think the best target area. If we're lucky, it'll be early twenty twenty four. Similar hope- to like Kingdom Hearts three's uh, release. I'm hoping we get more information at least by middle 23. Yes. I think there's a chance that if they don't do their own announcement sometime later this year, like an update on Kingdom Hearts 4 sometime later this year, they will wait until possibly E3 2023 if they still go through with E3 2023 to make an update. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's going to be nearly as long a wait as, as Kingdom Hearts 3 was. No. Yeah, but, I mean, there was a lot of pressure with Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. But with this one, they're kind of like at like a steady moment because feedback from Kingdom Hearts 3 was actually greater than they thought it would be. So. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that they're going to... The the thing that might add development time is the potential of how complex they're wanting this game to be. They've added a new movement style into it with the grappling hook. They've added a potential of two whole, pretty much, games stapled together. Yeah. So, it, there's, there's a lot of potential for it to, to be an extremely complex game. I'm hoping that it it'll be a decently long game. Because I beat Kingdom Hearts 3 like the first week I got it. <laughs> yeah, no. Compared, comparatively, Kingdom Hearts 3 was very short. Yeah. I, I definitely hope number 4 is a lot longer. And they, they just... Because what Kingdom Hearts 3 did wrong was they could have answered way more questions in the game itself. Yes, they could have. But, but I think that... They kind of just like beat around the bush a lot. In number three. Well, I think the problem is what they were doing was one they they wanted Kingdom Hearts three to be the end of a chapter essentially of um I don't know was it called an arc the end of the arc the Xehanort arc and so what they did was they focused on wrapping that up while also trying to seed a lot of what's going on with the next portion of the game. Yeah. So, seeding us to Kingdom Hearts 4. So they brought up a lot of questions to answer in the next segment of the game series. So, sadly, that that's probably what they're doing. And the we probably won't get answers for quite a while. Um, probably not until, like, Kingdom Hearts 5 or something. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm extremely looking forward to it. I'm excited to hear what news may come. I think our, our timeline is. Heck, it might be, too long in comparison. Who knows? Like, I, I'm just happy that we got some gameplay, which gives us a hopeful sign that it might release relatively soon. Yeah, because it, uh, my thinking is they. Waited just a little bit after number three, and then... Or, no, I'd say after the Remind DLC. Well, they were yes. Like, they were like, okay, like let's crack down on number four. I think that... 
Nomura probably had an outline for 4 right after Kingdom Hearts 3 released. Because you have to remember there, there was a year between Kingdom Hearts 3 and the DLC. Well, well yeah, but I mean, like, like I, I'm sure during that time they were also focusing on the DLC, so they didn't want to put all of their time into number 4 at the time. Well, you also have to remember that they had announced that they had, what, two or three teams working on Kingdom Hearts games. True. I forgot about that. At, at the same time. That's where Melody of Memory came in, and I think that's where Kingdom Hearts 4 was being worked on, and then the DLC. So I think that they started really early on it, yeah. and they've been working on it. They very well might do a, a, a engine change. Which could set us back a bit, but it will be for the better. It'll look beautiful. Maybe they'll do a lot more Pirates' worlds, hopefully. they'll. Who knows? We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I, I just hope they still have like classic Disney movies like they did before. Yes, so do I. I, I hope that they did It's not all just like it. modern like Star Wars Marvel shit, but like there's also like... I don't know, maybe finally put Treasure Planet or the Jungle Book in there, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they're actually going to even do Star Wars or Marvel. They might. Of course, that was like a big speculation with Kingdom Hearts 3. And they came out and said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. I also hope so. they don't release all the worlds before the game comes out. Yeah, I would like some surprises. Yeah, because like once we hit that final world, I knew the game was about to be over. And, like, that just oh. takes a lot out of it. And I guess that actually comes up to the next kind of thing. And kind of starting to transition us out of the episode, I guess. Are you going to follow this game closely? Uh, yeah, I mean, I always follow Kingdom stuff closely. Yeah. But are you going to give yourself a cutoff point where you're going to stop following it until it releases? No. <laughs> I... <laughs> With Kingdom Hearts, I always want to be on the know. Like, yeah, I'm all, I'm always watching YouTube videos of it, theories. You know, oh, I, I'm all, I'm I still play it to this day. All oh, the time. so do I. Like, Once in a while. With with Kingdom Hearts 3's lead up to release, I downloaded the uh, press release trailers just so I could see it in full resolution. You know, without YouTube compression. Yeah. I, I was really excited, and, and I, I feared that I might do the same thing here. I want to try to maybe limit myself a little bit, but at the same time, I know I won't be able to, to you know, stop myself. I mean, like, if a leak comes around, I'm not going to see it. Like, like yes, we... Number three. <laughs> and especially, yes, like especially the... if it's information on the ending of number four. Yes. I'm going to be like, no, I'm not I'm not doing that. I think definitely, probably a month before release, we're probably going to have to go on media blackout. Yeah. Just to avoid the Kingdom Hearts 3 scenario where it the game just fucking leaked. Because some, um, some office guy. Yeah. So, we're going to have to try to avoid that kind of scenario again. And then pretty much until we beat it for ourselves stay away from from the uh i the thing i just hope now that it's been 
it hasn't been that long since the Kingdom Hearts game came out, people aren't so antsy to leak it. Yeah. Because since the the HD remakes, we never actually had a full-fledged game. Well, besides 0.2. Yeah, like, we, there was something. The biggest issue is a lot of people still have the misconception that it's been a long time. Yeah. It, so, Kingdom regardless... Kingdom Hearts 3 only came out in 2019, all right? Yeah. And regardless, people are going to try and leak it. Hell, uh, Lego Star Wars leaked, like, a few days before the game actually released. Yeah. So, it, it's just one of those things that pe- if people are given the opportunity to leak it, they're going to leak it. But, yeah. But, hey, now we have a target for when you can start doing the Kingdom Hearts games. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I might want to do them sooner than that. Well, I mean, you have, what, like, eight games to do? So we can sparse them out between them? Yeah. I, I You have a target for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Melody of Memory. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I think that that's a pretty good place to kind of move on. So... Since this is a, just a topic episode, um, of course, some topic episodes won't have news, and that's because there'll be emergency things for, say, we're going on vacation or something. So, but with the main topic episodes that we'll be having uh, every other week, let's do an update on how we're doing on the games that we're playing for next week. Because that's one of the main reasons that we've done this is so that we have more time to play the games and also can spread out the games more so that we're not just burning through some of the biggest games around but yeah so uh, where where how are you doing with Shadow of the Colossus uh well I beat I beat 7 of the Colossi yeah uh other than that it's about it cuz this this game is really just beating these motherfuckers. <laughs> How many Colossi are there? I don't recall. Oh, let me search that real quick. I think there's like 13 or 12. I don't know. I put in, I put in a total of two hour playtime and I beat seven of them. So. Because basically it's just like one after the other. Okay, there's 16. Okay, there's 16. So, yeah. one more and I'm halfway. Yeah. So, nice. Um, of course, next week we'll be getting into the nitty-gritty, but are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's a, it's a very pretty game. I like it. Nice. I, so far, have I've beaten the main story of LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, but the story isn't, you know, it's Star Wars, so. <laughs> but I'm starting to get into the nitty-gritty of, like, the side stuff and about how long it'll take me to actually, say complete the game so we'll we'll see how things go <laughs> yeah and I am I like it <laughs> it's fun it's a Lego uh, game exactly but what else have you been playing uh, nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah okay. like um, I've just been living other life things yeah I mean to be fair 
I also haven't really been playing anything since the last episode. I haven't even played more uh, Chrono Cross because I've been a bit under the weather. Uh. So, hopefully, in the next couple of days or something, I'll be able to start streaming again. But, man, like, <laughs> I've been torn up the past few to- few um, few days, and it sucked. Damn, dude. It's the same weather, I think, and also my bad food choices. Yeah, so. I, mean, I guess it's the same reason why my nose has been so stuffed up. And oh yeah, just just the weather's changing the bodies and shit. Mhm. Those, those allergies, man they they're fucking brutal. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Other than that, I think that that's the episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed our first topic episode. Uh, next week we will be doing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga and Shadow of the Colossus and that's it if you guys would like to get in contact with us to suggest uh, more topics feel free to email us at officialrpghangout at gmail.com if you would like to send us a tweet feel free to tweet us at rpghangout on twitter uh if you'd like to check out some of our other stuff, feel free to check out my Twitch, Nathan's Spotify, and all the other links down in the description below. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Catch you later.